as God intended. Let's go. Welcome, healers, to Looking for Healing Radio, where pharmaceuticals are not medicine, but love always is. And thank you so much for listening and for sharing. Oh, my goodness. We're getting so many wonderful questions coming in. We're getting so much positive feedback out there. It's just a great, great vibe. And we really appreciate you for helping us spread that great, great vibe all over the all over the land <laughs> on this wonderful 4th of July that I'm recording. So if you are out there and having a great 4th of July, or I should say when this plays had a great 4th of July, um, big high five to you. (laughs) As soon as we're done here, I'm going to go have myself a great 4th of July as well. Well, as you may know by now, I'm Dr. H and make sure you listen in with me and all my healing homies, Nicola Burnett, Dr. Jenna Schmidt, and Dr. Brian Artis, right? Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, right here on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network and via recorded podcast at americaoutloud.com. You can also check us out on the iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Pandora networks. Just go ahead and download the America Out Loud phone app for Apple, Android, or Alexa, and listen in at your leisure. Uh, Looking for Healing is sponsored by GlobalHealing.com, simply the finest, most potent, most effective natural medicines in the world today. Feel the difference integrity and love for medicine making can make for you. Go to GlobalHealing.com and enter promo code OUTLOUD, O-U-T-L-O-U-D, to discover the medicine God intended for us all. And I'm going to tell you folks, I love these products. All right. I mean, I haven't had one where it's been like, oh, that's kind of a dud. No, they're all great or super great. And uh, one of the ones that I just sent my dad actually is a prostate formula that Dr. Groups put together. It is fantastic for men who are um, experiencing, you know, a little bit of, uh, you know, um, swollen prostates and, and things like that, that are limiting the stream. I'm going to tell you, I've tried a bunch of stuff over the years and some good stuff out there. You know, Gaia Herbs has a really good one as well, but I'm going to tell you nothing has felt as good and worked as good as uh, Dr. Group's um, prostate formula. So check that one out. Uh, make sure you go to globalhealing.com and you put in out loud in your promo code and give it a roll. Um, folks, uh, we have a great show for you today. I, I put a post out a couple days ago. Um, and, uh, you know, my reach is on Twitter is decent, you know, I mean, not, I mean, it's <laughs> minor. I'm, I think I'm at like 22,000. So you can check me out at, on Twitter at, at DR Henry Ely, um, and come in. We, I'm constantly pushing stuff out, uh, on, uh, on Twitter. So, um, and, and giving it back a little bit too, I'll tell you a funny story in a second. But um, I put out a post on spike glycoprotein clearance and the four um, real categories that you have to consider. You have to choose one from each category. You have to dislodge, you have to neutralize, you have to degrade, and you have to bind uh, spike glycoprotein for it to be effective. And we feel really good about where we've gotten with spike glycoprotein. Now, there is the added issue of, uh, of plasmids and uh, genetic um, infection of the microbiome as a primary source for the constant incessant production of spike glycoprotein. So when people are talking about shedding, um, let's just, let, let me just lay the, uh, let's, let's lay some foundations here. Okay. 
one of the concerns a lot of people have had is shedding. And so when people are saying, well, I'm concerned about shedding, I want to make it clear. I, I don't consider anymore that shedding is uh, that what's being shed is spike glycoprotein. I think that's nonsense now. And I never really felt good about it, uh, but something was happening, right? We all know something was happening. We all felt it. So it was like, well, what was happening? Well, in, in my professional opinion, what was happening was, uh, and what was being shed was um, weaponized, genetically infected bacteria. Person wipes their nose, there's bacteria all over. Person coughs a little bit, there's bacteria that are going to come out. And then you shake the hands or something like that. A person's prepping the food or touching a dish. You know, I mean, it's just natural. That's, that's how it happens. We exchange bacteria all the time. I mean, it's impossible not to, uh, and, and it'd be a fool's errand to try to prevent that. Uh, that's what makes masking such a farce. And, and that's what makes all of this such a farce, really, when you get down to it. It's like, look, you are going to get exposed to someone else. That doesn't mean that you have to contract it. And, it's, and you won't if you are, unless you are susceptible, meaning nutrient deficient, right? And, and very stressed out. If you're nutrient deficient, very stressed out. Yeah, an exposure becomes an infection. But just because you get exposed doesn't mean you get infected. We've covered that earlier, right? Um, in, in earlier episodes. So it's about unlearning what we have learned, what we have been indoctrinated to believe. And most of it is a lie, sad to say. Well, um, when we're talking about, um, when we're really talking about all of this, you know, I think what's being shed, my professional opinion, are microorganisms, weaponized, genetically infected microorganisms. It makes far more sense to me that that's what's going on than um, then just spike glycoprotein from one person and the other, you know, uh, because getting that protein into your body is going to be really through uh, oral or through, um, you know, inhalation routes is going to be next to impossible. But getting a weaponized bacteria to start causing havoc on your microbiome and your microbiome isn't only in your small intestine and it extends all the way up into your nasopharynx where you have microorganisms occupying your sinuses and in your mouth and things like that. It's an easier thing to get into the bloodstream. If you have some cavities, if you have um, some, some gum disease, it's easier to get in. If that's on food, things like it, the exposures are just way easier folks. If we understand it to be like, Hey, that this is really microbiome. This is really bacteria that are weaponized and what's being shed. So that's number one. Um, next kind of groundwork that we want to lay is just this understanding of long haul versus injured from the shots. And I'm going to make it super simple. If you got the shots, you cannot be evaluated properly for long haul. So it is a injury from the damn shots until proven otherwise. Now, if you never got the shots and you are one of these folks that is very, very sensitive to any kind of shedding, if you're one of these folks out there that, um, never got the shot and, um, had COVID and it was rough right now. What we're talking about again is a weaponized microbiome. Why would this be so prevalent for so long? And you, because your microbiome has changed. All right. And, and what are some of the signs of that in my professional opinion? And I'm only speaking for myself. I'm not challenging anybody out there. I'm just telling you what we've seen clinically, what we've seen in testing, what we've seen in the people that we've been working with for months now is, um, and, and as far as I know, I'm the only person, and I hope I, this isn't true, but I, this is what I know. I'm the only person, the team I have, we're the only people working with a large group of folks um, and working with them, you know, 
every week and really daily in some cases um, to, to understand what's going on and what they're going through and do everything we can to help. Um, and I hope there's other folks doing this process out there, but, you know, I know we, we've been doing it for a while. So, um, you know, it, it brought us to the necessity of clean air, the necessity of clean water, the necessity of clean food, which we are, these are things we, you know, for every single one, but the importance takes on a much higher scale when you're talking about people recovering from these genetic infections, this, the severity, the, the, the essential nature of it all is much, much, uh, greater. Uh, than somebody who's dealing with high cholesterol, for example, and didn't get the shots. You know, it's a much easier situation um, to deal with. Well, um, when we're talking about evaluation, there are three very unique populations of people. And those three unique populations of people kind of help us organize where someone is on this. So we, we have this as the infected, the injected, and the shed upon. These are the three groups of folks. So the first thing I ask is, did you get the shots? Okay, well, if you got the shots, you fall into the injected category, period. If you didn't get the shots, did you get? Did you have COVID and was COVID rough? Yeah, COVID was rough. Okay, we're dealing with a long hauler now. We're dealing with uh, someone who's infected and it's likely their microbiome. Okay, I didn't get the shots. Um, I haven't had COVID or it wasn't that severe, but every time I'm around someone, I have a really hellacious time. Okay. Well, you're, would be in that shed upon category. And when we look at these, you, you have to understand there are challenges in, in each of these ca cases. And that's why we have to organize what's going on. What, what is your situation? For example, somebody that's shed upon, what am I worried about clinically? I'm worried about nutrient deficiencies. Um, and I'm worried about, um, plasmids uh, that have injected, have genetically infected their microbiome causing some havoc, right? And that's, that's to me where it is. And we've seen that on microbiome screening where we have a phenomenon called uh, colony collapse going on, right? And colony collapse is where you look at for, you're looking for beneficial bacteria that should be there, but you see that there's none, like an entire colony pardon me, of bifidobacterium has been wiped out or an entire colony of lactobacillus has been wiped out. And this does um, <clears throat> all dovetail with uh, what uh, Dr. Sabine Hazan has been talking about for a long time, a very long time. She's really the first person to come out with some uh, proven research on um, how bifidobacterium was just absent, you know? And I think my, my thing is I want to explain, well, why would bifidobacterium be completely absent in someone? Well, when you understand how a weaponized bacteria works, a weaponized bacteria is going to try through a process called conjugation to deliver their plasmid compounds to another plasmid. So now think about this. You, you get shed upon microorganisms, start spreading these plasmids in your healthy microorganisms, the ones that can handle the plasmids are fine. Some will even fight those plasmids, which is even better and wipe out those weaponized microorganisms. That's great. That's what we want. Um, but some, when they are conjugating with the weaponized genetically infected bacteria are not going to be able to handle that exchange of plasmids and they'll die off. And my suspicion is that this is what was going, has been going on. We're seeing colony collapse um, in, in certain categories of beneficial bacteria. All right. 
So, um, you know, that would be shed upon, right? And, and we have people we work with that this is their experience. I never thought this was possible to be this intense, but it is for some folks and it's, it's legit. I mean, we've seen massive uh, folks with massive changes in their, um, in their menstrual cycles who didn't get the shot, didn't have really a hellacious COVID experience, but every time they're around somebody who's been um, injected, they have a rough time. And you have to be able to explain, well, why are they having a rough time? This, this is plausible to me right now. Now, it's always subject to change as we learn more, but this is where I'm at. Um, when we talk about the infected, the folks who didn't get a shot, but had a really rough COVID and they never really recovered from it. You know, we're talking about, yes, nutrient deficiencies and spike glycoproteins and plasmids and a potential inf a genetic infection and of systemic infections. And even maybe it's very slight, but slight, slight possibility, but their own human genome, their own human cells, right? We're talking about, um, uh, interferon and, and the elevation of interferon and how that leads to pseudouridine and how that leads to massive, massive protein synthesis errors throughout the body. And those are essential and how ultimately it shows up as mitochondrial dysfunction and, and fatigue. And this is a mechanism of action that we're describing here that doesn't, isn't only applicable to um, spike glycoprotein and long haul, it's applicable to Lyme. It's applicable to every situation. You know, we have to be able to check interferon levels. If interferon levels are high, then it's a foregone conclusion. Um, especially if they're sustained high for a very long time, it's a foregone conclusion that there's going to be massive changes in protein synthesis at the cellular level. I mean, the literature is exceedingly clear on this when you understand it. Um, so that, that really paints a picture for cancers and, and a lot of infective and rare diseases and, and things of this nature. Right. And then we have the injected, right. The folks who, um, who were lied to by the greatest liars who ever lived and, and put themselves into an experiment when they thought they were actually making the world a better place. And, you know, and I, I, I just have such a special and soft place in my heart for them. You know, I know they get gaslit all the time and they're dealing with the worst, the worst, you know, and it's just, if we can't be empathetic towards these people, then I, I don't know what we're really fighting for, to be honest with you. Um, and, you know, what are we dealing with in these groups? Severe nutrient deficiencies and definitely spike glycoproteins, right? Um, and, but we, but that's not the root cause. The root cause is where it's being produced. You got to kill it at its source, right? So they're dealing with plasmids for sure. And microbiome regression effect, which is going to be, you know, um, you know, where their microbiome is incessantly producing spike glycoprotein, right? Uh, why? Because bacteria can reproduce in as little as 20 minutes, you know? So <clears throat> they don't, there's, they're just very easy to what's called transfect um, in, in the life sciences, crazy literature. Uh, we're dealing with genetic infections of, of uh, systemic infections and in, in human genome as well. We're talking about N1-methyl uh, pseudouridine and, and, um, and trying to clear that and break that down. We're talking, if they got Pfizer or Moderna, we're talking about plasmids and adenoviral vectors and cytomegaloviruses. If we're talking about AstraZeneca or Johnson and Johnson, you see, I mean, the problems are immense. And if you have, you have to understand all of these problems that are going on, if you're going to start making good clinical decisions, um, of course, with interferon elevation and tumor necrosis factor elevation, you're looking at pseudouridine activation and change in cell shapes leading to turbo cancers. You're talking about protein synthesis errors and mitochondrial dysfunction. And then you have the whole cat, the whole 
topic of lipid nanoparticles and typical toxic adjuvants. I mean, you're talking about some crazy, crazy stuff here with everyone. So there's a lot to this, I guess, is what I'm saying. And this is what we've been doing. We've been cataloging and organizing, and that's what I want to bring to you, a component of it today, the spike glycoprotein clearance. I want to spend the next two segments just talking with you about that, what we've learned, some really cool stuff and what we've learned with it all, but um, giving you an idea that it's not, and I want to be really clear with this, it's not just spike glycoprotein clearance. It's not spike glycoprotein detox. That's all you got to do. And then everything will get better. No, that's, that's a bandaid that, that kind of helps people out significantly. Don't get me wrong. And it is essential, but you got to get to the root. And this is the thing about natural medicine. We're always seeking the root when we're looking for healing. We always want to get down. Well, why is this off? I don't want to just correct and address symptoms and chase the dragon's tail is, is a, how we term it. I want to make sure that I'm getting to the head, that I'm getting to that root cause of things and addressing that root cause. And right now I'm going to tell you, it looks to me like the root cause is a severely genetically infected and weaponized microbiome. And it's genius. It's brilliant. And its brilliance is only exceeded by its evilness and conception, but it's there and we have to deal with it. And we're going to, we're going to figure all of this out and we're going to show that you can use the medicine that God intended to heal the worst that human people or creatures, if you want, have ever devised, right? So uh, folks, again, make sure to tune in every Monday through Friday uh, for Looking for Healing Radio. And more importantly, go to, and I shouldn't say more importantly, as importantly, go to um, our show page on America Out Loud com and make sure you ask questions, right? We love reading questions once a week. Every Friday, we do a show just where we take questions and give Q and A's. And I think it's really working out. We're getting some great questions and hopefully you're learning a lot and enjoying uh, what we're sharing in the process. So we'll be right back with more Looking for Healing Radio right after these messages. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's chief medical board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be with a company that shares your values. Go to OutloudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. And unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus and strengthen recall. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order, risk-free. Love it or your money back, guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code out loud. Well, that is some high quality H2O, let me tell you folks. And if you haven't heard some of the previous shows, make sure you go back looking for healing uh, radio, check out some of the podcasts. I just did a, a show, I think two weeks ago 
on water and what we're doing with water now, how we're showing, you know, you can go to environmentalworkinggroup.org, um, search for tap water, put in your zip code if you're in the States and, you know, it'll tell you all the horrible stuff that's in your water, which is, is sad unless you know what to do about it. And in that show, we were talking about the importance of gravity filtration. And if you can get something with a micron size of 0.01, uh, microns, you're going to really do a great job through a gravity filtration and pulling out a whole bunch of stuff. And then you take that water and you distill that water. And now you have really, really clean, really, really pure water. Um, and it's a great affordable setup to have at your house, you know, and, and then if you really wanted to take a next step, you could structure that water and really improve the cell signaling within your body. Well, that's, that's the water that God intended for us, you know, and it feels so good every day to be drinking it. It's, it's just wonderful, you know, so I, I really hope you all check out that show and, and we're going to have a lot more on that. This is such an important topic for us, making sure that we're, we have the skill and the ability to clean our water all the time. I don't trust what comes in bottles that you can purchase anymore. I just don't. I definitely don't trust what comes in the tap water, but at least I know coming out of the tap water, I can purify it. And so I think it's much more cost-effective and it's under my control so much better. Um, and we're going to be, we're testing water and all kinds of, and filters and all kinds of stuff right now. So we're going to get that out to everybody on this because it's such a big topic. Well, um, before we get into uh, the first parts um, of this whole spike glycoprotein clearance uh, issue, and again, it was just so phenomenal to see. I mean, for me on Twitter, I have, you know, what, 23,000 right now, 24,000, you know, I just joined Twitter early this year, but I mean, you know, we've been adding people every day and I'm just grateful, you know, that we can have adult conversations, you know, on this stuff. Well, um, we had like, I put something out a couple of days ago and it went like, I think we got over a quarter million on this, on this. So that's why I was like, let's do that. Let's do this radio show today. Let's talk about this today. It's clearly a major, major topic of importance for people. Um, and um, you know, it came on the heels, folks. <laughs> it came on the heels of this. Uh, I was in this Twitter space. Ernest Ramirez asked me to come into a Twitter space the other day. And I was just like, um, uh, well, maybe it was, I don't know. Maybe my timing is off. I'm, I might, my timing might, but anyway, I was in a Twitter space yesterday, <laughs> yesterday or the day before or something like that. And I, I started talking about, you know, um, the importance of, uh, just the importance of, of, getting back to the foundation, the basics, clean air, clean water, clean food. You know, it's really, really simple. You know, you, you make sure you don't, it, you don't assume when you're going through a healing process, you go, you make sure your air is clean. You filter the air, you put terpenes in the air with organic essential oil burnings. You make sure that there's plenty of plants around to, for not only for frequency, but also for air purification. And now you have something special happening in your house. Your house is a controlled air environment. That's where you're going to do most of your breathing great. It's medicinal. It's great. Same thing with the water we just talked about, right? Clean that water. You get it structured. Now, now you got some great stuff. You use it in teas, you use it in, um, in soups and, and ice cubes and everything. And now you got something special happening for you. You're eating organic, especially if you move up into regenerative agriculture and biodynamic uh, foods, you go and purchase with pilks that are like, nope, under no circumstances are any of these animals getting these damn MRNA shots or any of these shots, you know, and what you start having at, at your disposal now is really clean air, clean water, clean food, right? And something amazing happens. You find out that, yeah, somebody isn't 
deficient in lisinopril or deficient in metformin as Dr. Brian Artis always has me cracking up. He's like, so are you deficient in metformin? <laughs> I just start falling out. I'm like, yeah, no such thing. Right. So, um, you know, it, it, we can't overlook these fundamentals, right? So I'm in this conversation and, you know, and I'm, I'm talking about, you know, just basic fundamentals and, you know, I'm very clear my stance. I have no faith, no trust, no, no safe harbor for the pharmaceutical industry. There's nothing that I'm, I'm looking at that they've done that has any value to me outside of the development of good lab testing that we can use to, um, to really make some good clinical decisions with natural medicine, right? Um, I'll always give them their due in emergency medicine. I think they're the best, right? But outside of that, I'm like, you have no great track record outside of that. So um, of course that alienates some white coats or some people who are still waking up, you know, and they're like, well, the COVID shot is bad, but the other stuff is good. So this doc starts getting into this argument with me over metformin. He's like, moves the goalpost to metformin. And I'm like, what are we talking about here? This guy actually approached me and, and talked to me like I didn't know what oncology was. Like I was, had never heard the word and I was unfamiliar. And so I had to check the dude, you know, a couple of times and more than a couple of times. And, you know, and I, and I started breaking down the whole process of pseudouridine and all this and you started turned into this total egghead war, right? This this pissing contest between nerds. And, you know, and I was just like, sometimes you just got to let people know. It's like, just because I'm natural doesn't mean the water isn't incredibly deep. You know, there's, there's this hubris that goes along with uh, the white coat syndrome. And, and what it really is to me is that it's a masking of insecurity. If you're secure in what you do, whether you, whether you identify as a white coat or not, you know, you don't really have a problem with somebody having a difference of opinion. It's when somebody has a difference of opinion and you are trying to be right and prove them wrong and all this other nonsense when they haven't said anything outlandish. You know, the most outlandish thing I said was that the body is designed to heal and that vaccines are not, um, do not confer immunity. And, it, and I'm like, if you're going to lose your mind on that, I, I can break down the biochemistry on this. It's not complex. Vaccines do not confer immunity. They're just artificial infections. What confers immunity is your immune system, especially a well-nourished immune system right? And that's what it comes down to. Where do you get your immunity from? Your immune system, not from any damn shot, right? So that's, that's a total breakdown in, in mental comprehension right off, off the bat. Well, at any rate, we have some other breakdowns and potential breakdowns and because I can go tangent, tangential and I won't here um, that can come up when we're talking about spike glycoprotein clearance, right? One of the, one of the mental breakdowns in my opinion has been People saying that, well, the spike glycoprotein is really hard to break down. No, it's not. It's just a protein. It's just a glycoprotein. It doesn't have some extended half-life or anything like that. Uh, we haven't seen any published half-life reports on it, which still blows my mind three years later. We don't know what the half-life of a spike glycoprotein is in the, in the human body. But it doesn't have some magical ability to resist enzymatic degradation. It doesn't have some magical ability to resist lysosomal degradation within the cell. It doesn't have this magic ability. N1 methylated mRNA does, but the, the production of a spike glycoprotein isn't going to have N1 methylated um, pseudouridine in, 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 in it. So it's, it's like it's going to break down like any other protein. Right. That's why natokinase has been 
shown to be very effective for it. It's just an enzyme, natokinase, serotepteptase. Yeah, they're they're proteolytic enzymes. They break down a protein structure and spike glycoprotein is a, basically a protein structure. It's going to break down. Um, problem is that when it breaks down, it still breaks down in smaller lethal compounds, right? Compounds that still are toxic to the cell and to the system's of clearance, you know, it still can cake up in the filters, in the spleen, in the kidneys, in the liver, right? So, you know, you have to be mindful of these things. So um, there's there's a few properties that we look at uh, with this, and, and there's basically a four, four category process that we see this as. Uh, when I say we, I'm talking about me and my research team that we've been working so hard on this. And big shout out to everybody on the research team. Um, you know, is doing just great work on all of this stuff. Um, you know, there's four things you got to consider. You have to consider dislodging the spike glycoprotein. You got to separate it from where it's stuck, especially if it's stuck to cell receptors, especially if it's stuck to um, to the nervous system, stuck on alpha. Uh, alpha-7 nicotinic receptors and so forth, right? As Dr. Brian Artis has been talking and teaching about for so long. Um, you have to then neutralize, once you've separated from where it's bound, you have to, once you've dislodged it, you have to neutralize it, which means you uh, there's a compound that you put in that attaches to it to render it um, much less lethal um, and much less toxic then you have to degrade it. You have to break down the S1, S2, and receptor binding domains into smaller molecules. But keeping in mind that when you do that, it can still be toxic to the system. This is, this is a horrific um, lab-engineered bioweapon, the spike glycoprotein. This is it's just horrific. All right. And that's why all, the, all of our research shows that inspiration for it comes from studying glycoproteins and snake venoms. I mean, folks, you know, they've been studying those for 40 years too. I mean, when you, when you understand how long they've been studying all this stuff and in the secrecy of darkness, you know, um, well-funded by our dollars, you know, it starts blowing your mind. They're way further ahead of us than, than we had thought. And then after you degrade it, you got to bind it. You got to help get it carried out of the system via, um, I'm sure, uh, via urination and I'm sure via defecation. Um, I'm, and, and, I, and quite possibly some of the degraded compounds via sweating as well. Exhalation, I don't think you're going to get anything. And those are the four main routes that we get rid of waste out of the body. We exhale, we sweat, um, we poop and we pee, right? So pooping and peeing for sure um, are going to be top two. And then I think sweating a little bit as well. Well, when you're looking at these four categories, when we're talking about the first, which is dislodging, and you're selecting something from this category, there are, there are options. Um, alkaline pH, uh, alkalizing the interstitium. So taking a good potassium bicarbonate, Dr. Robert Young's um, lemon four salts is what we really have been using uh, now. You know, you can get your cellular pH up, especially when you're putting that, that those lemon four salts into um, really clean, purified water, even structured water. Now you got something special happening. Now you're alkalizing the system. You're alkalizing the, the water between the cells and the water within the cells. So they're slightly alkaline. And what that does is it starts promoting <clears throat> for whatever reason. And I haven't gotten this far. It starts promoting though. Um release, you know, separation of the spike glycoprotein from where it's bound, especially when it's bound to a receptor. 
then you have um, the other option of getting the body above 131 degrees Fahrenheit. So dry saunas and especially infrared saunas become very, very helpful at dislodging. Now, if you just do a sauna and dislodge, but you don't neutralize, degrade and bind, you know, now all you're doing is kicking up dust and moving that spike glycoprotein around where it can then re-embed itself. See, so there's a thought process to the whole thing. You go move up to nicotine, organic nicotine, you know, what Dr. Brian Artis has been talking about for a lot. And I always want to give credit where credit is due, right? That, that when you bring nicotine into the system, you are competing for binding affinity at, on these nicotinic acetylcholine receptors and the glutamate receptors and, and things of this nature. So what you're doing by inducing and bringing in nicotine, something they've told us to, that's bad. Well, I got, a, I, got, I got a question in reply to that. If nicotine is so bad, why do we have so many damn nicotinic receptors all over our body? Maybe because our body was designed to work with nicotine, just like we have so many cannabinoid receptors, CB1 and CB2 receptors all over our body. So our body was designed to work with cannabis. Maybe cannabis and nicotine are incredibly important regulatory um, nutrients, compounds for our nervous system and for our cells and their cell communication. Why else would we have so many nicotinic receptors? Why else would we have so many cannabinoid receptors? If, they, if getting those compounds into our body weren't important, you see, you have to start asking some really important questions. And then another great way to dislodge is through the use of a lot of organic herbal teas. And I keep saying organic because I want you to know when I talk about food, I'm always talking about organic. I don't want any modified food going into my body, period. All right. Especially this, this fake meat crap and all of it. I'm done with all of it. It's all GMO Bill Gates crap. All right. Um, when we start talking about herbal teas, you know, there's teas that have even a higher prevalence, like oolong tea and lavender as an essential oil, if you were burning it for some, for, for instance, what you're doing is you're putting in neurolidol, which you're also putting in with oolong tea is a little bit of nicotine, just a little touch. And oolong tea has this wonderful capability of not only dislodging with the nicotine dislodging a little bit, um, the spike glycoprotein, but because it has neurolidol in it, which is a terpene, something that lavender has in it as well, when it, because it has that neurolidol uh, phytochemical compound, what happens is that it also neutralizes. So one of the best teas for people to drink who are dealing with spike glycoprotein and, and and pathology based upon it is really oolong tea. You get a double dip. It's not, it's not very strong, but you do get a double dip. You get some dislodging and you get some neutralizing. Well, once you've selected one thing and we say, hey, select something from the dislodge category, and then you move over to the neutralize category, right? And you go, okay, well, let's talk about neutralizing now. What do we want to do? We, the spike glycoprotein has been separated from this receptor. Now we want to make sure it gets bound to something and gets locked in. Well, this is where you do get the things like IVIG is very, very effective. IVIG is incredibly effective at neutralizing spike glycoprotein. That's one of its claims to fame. It binds up this spike glycoprotein before it can be problematic to start lodging into tissues. Uh, this is where monoclonal antibodies were working. And this is where our own antibodies work as well. 
is neutralizing. Think of them as neutralizing the spike glycoprotein to limit its lethality. This is where ivermectin falls into and why people feel better on ivermectin when they're going through recovery. And then when they stop taking ivermectin, things get a little bit worse. Why? Because the spike glycoprotein production has never stopped. It's incessant. It's incessant because of the weaponized microbiome. Well, two things that we've used in the past with Thania, which is ashwagandha and glyceriza, which is licorice root, um, are indicated, but we're moving out of those, um, those two herbs, those two organic herbs, um, because they're really indicated for adrenal fatigue and, and on top of it. So we look for things with multiple mechanisms of action, but what we've really landed on recently has been scutellaria, which is Chinese skullcap or, and specifically for a compound within it called bicalin. And then for, and then also Makuna uh, purians, um, which is also known as velvet bean, um, because these not only, both of these, scutellaria and Makuna, not only are going to neutralize the spike glycoprotein. In the case of scutellaria, you're going to get the additional benefit of liver hepatoprotection, which is very important as a primary filter for all these breakdown qual uh, products. But you also get something else we've learned recently, which is phosphodiesterase and phospholipase inhibition. And phospholipase and phosphodiesterase inhibition is something that we'll come back right after the break and talk about as we lead into degrading and binding for spike glycoprotein clearance. So we'll be right back with more Looking for Healing Radio right after these messages. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. AmericaOutloud.com, seven amazing years. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio, liberty and justice for all. Millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of the toxic spike protein. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed their spike support formula to counteract harmful spike protein from COVID-19 and vaccines so you can feel your best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. All right, healers, welcome back. Um, forgot to mention this in the last segment, so give me a second here. Uh, Looking for Healing Radio is also sponsored by the Energetic Health Institute, an amazing school for amazing students just like you. The best way to be free is to be healthy, so stop being a patient and start being a student. Learn how at the energetichealthinstitute.org. Holistic nutrition, fasting, detoxification, art of cellular healing, and so much more. Join the EHI family and let's make tomorrow amazing. Energetic Health Institute. Org. All right, folks. Well, um, you know, getting into this now where we left off was phosphodiesterase and phospholipase inhibition. Now, why are these important? Uh, one of the things we kept seeing working with folks, uh, we of course saw the regression phenomenon where people would start improving and then the symptoms would start regressing and you have to start explaining, well, why is there such a regression, intense regression? And why is it, you know, because a lot of times people go, well, you got to feel worse before you can get better. Well, that's true sometimes, but it shouldn't be so intense. You know, one of the things that denotes a uh, healing reaction in terms of Herring's law of cure is um, the body heals from the inside out 
from the top down in the reverse order of disease. That's Herring's law of cure. But when you add to that, um, some modern understandings is that typically people will feel really, really good. Like, Hey, I'm feeling great. And then they'll have a, a, a crash for a couple of days, two or three days. And when they're, when that happens, um, then they'll recover on their own kind of spontaneously from that crash. That's also a healing response um, by the body. Why what's typically happening there? Well, kill off immune systems, killing off some systemic infections. You know, some things are being cleared through the liver, through, through the kidneys, through the spleen, just doesn't feel great until you, you get all that stuff out. Um, so if, if uh, a person has like a, a really big in, you know, I'm feeling really, really good. Oh my God, I'm feeling incredible. And then they crash for a couple of days. Yeah, that's just a healing response. No big deal. It happens all the time, right? It's when um, what we started seeing that let us know it was regression was that it was going on for five, six, seven days, you know, and going worse. And I had to be able to explain it. And the only way I can explain it today is that you have rapid replication of, of weaponized bacteria who can replicate in really as little as 20 minutes, you know, in terms of their timeline for replication. So yeah, of course, if they are infected with plasmids and genetically modified, you know, genetically infected, yeah, there's going to be now the production of spike glycoprotein just starts all over again in a massive way. And these people are on America around, so you got to get into the microbiome is what we're, we're seeing right now. Well, um, we covered dislodging, we covered neutralizing, right? And we were talking about for us now, we're really focusing on scutellaria and macuna uh, for these, these two, right? We really want to make sure we got liver protection, we got um, spike glycoprotein neutralization, but we also get an added benefit that seems really timely. And that is phosphodiesterase and phospholipase inhibition. Now, where do these come in? Phosphodiesterase and phospholipase, um, not surprisingly, are found in high concentration in venoms, <laughs> right? But what it seems to be is happening is when the body starts producing spike glycoprotein, it also starts increasing its own innate production of phospholipase and phosphodiesterase. And what that does at the cell level is it starts a cascade of events that ultimately results in a lot of calcium release, a lot of calcium release that causes muscles to contract smooth muscles and um, skeletal muscles and cardiac muscles. So it, it makes the body feel like really, really tight, it makes blood vessels feel like they're gripping and don't let go. And so there isn't a real great ability for a lot of people who already are in a state of interferon production and tumor necrosis factor and interleukin-6, so they're highly inflamed, um, it doesn't make them feel really good because now they're inflamed and the muscles are staying very tight. So yeah, you can introduce magnesium to help with this, but it'll only be a moderate effect because the phosphodiesterase is going on, the phospholipase is going on. You got to be able to inhibit those. And so quercetin does a beautiful job of inhibiting phospholipases. Um, something else we've been using as a plasmid curing compound now, and it's a, for, it's a foundational component of what we do. But the scutellaria, the Chinese skullcap, and the macuna, the velvet bean, um, are going to also participate in phosphodiesterase and, uh, and to a lesser extent, phospholipase inhibition and start allowing the body to relax into the healing process. So it's a way 
to neutralize spike lipoprotein, but also help manage the symptomatology of what's going on. And we have some other stuff we're exploring from Dr. Goodenow um, on um, plasmologens. And we don't have enough feedback. We're just getting people started on that right now. So um, in about, I'm hoping in about three to four weeks, we'll be able to do a presentation on that. And we'll see if we can bring Dr. Goodnow and one of his assistants on Tracy um, for a radio show too. I think we were talking about getting them scheduled to come in. It's a good dude to meet. And he's got some really interesting biochemistry and research on plasmologens as, a, as a, another way um, to help with deal with demyelination, help the body remyelinate. Um, oligodendrocytes remyelinate. So we're going we're gonna to be bringing him on and sharing that with you in the future. Um, we're also going to be bringing one of my top researchers on. Uh, so I'm going to start bringing a bunch of the research team on in their areas that they're researching. So we're going to bring Minnick on, um, I think next week um, and start talking about plasmid curing compounds. We want to get this information out there, you know, and I know there'll be some organizations that, that take this information and kind of steal it and try to monetize it. I, I don't care. We get, this is so important. We got to get this stuff out. Um, I would hope that they would give credit where credit is due. And I would hope that they wouldn't be bilking, but you know, I'm not here to police the world. I'm here to educate. And part of that is teaching you how to discern a good organization and good people from people you should avoid. Um, so the next category, after we go dislodge and neutralize, and remember you pick one, maybe two, right? In the case of neutralizing, we pick in two, um, uh, with the scutellaria and the macuna, then you go to degrading. And if you want to get this chart, you can go to my Twitter page folks, um, and, and find it. You can also, I'll make sure this is in the show notes. We'll take the images and put them in the show notes. So you can, you can have these, um, the third stage is degrading. And now you want to degrade and means break down the spike glycoprotein. You've dislodged it, you've neutralized it. Now let's break it down. Well, this is where proteolytics and, and things can come in. So yes, natokinase and seropeptase are, are fantastic, right? Um, we've been using those for forever. <laughs> and that's it's, it's one of those extra benefits that we didn't realize maybe we were getting, but we're definitely getting them. Um, oral vitamin C and N-acetylcysteine, fantastic. Oral glutathione, right? fantastic. Um, if you're doing IVs uh, of vitamin C and things like that, great. Um, really, really great. Vitamin, IV vitamin C, I think has been to me the most successful I've seen um, used, but, it, but you know, you're talking about expense and you're talking about a lot of, but it's been fantastic. IV vitamin C, um, high dose vitamin C. Um, uh, of course, autophagosomes and lysosomal activity during fasting, you know, making sure that you're not taking proton pump inhibitors. We did a whole fasting 101 show earlier. So make sure you check that out. Um, statins, you know, are contra contraindicated as well. Proton pump inhibitors and statins are contraindicated. And you have to keep in mind that this is all energy dependent. So, you know, what you do before your fast is very important um, to this process, you know, making sure you're setting up your fast for success. So we, we look at these things. Now, one of the things I'm now finally comfortable teaching about is food grade hydrogen peroxide. So we'll do a whole show on it uh, very, very soon. I promise you, uh, because to me, this is the most effective tool we have for oral kind of over the counter for people out there. And now it's got to be food grade and it's got to be sig uh, significantly diluted. Let me give you an example. If a person, we, we found a 35% food grade hydrogen peroxide, we're moving it down. We're going to, we're going to start 
uh, working, I think, at 6% um, hydrogen peroxide. Um, and, and Dr. Ed Group and Global Healing is awesome. They're about to put out a, a, a hydrogen peroxide product uh, for everything um, sp- uh, that is inspired by Dr. Artis's work, uh, uh, Dr. Group's work, my work, and Dr. Schmidt's work. So um, healing for the ages. Oh, I didn't tell you about that. I'll, I'll tell you about that before we get out of here today. Uh, but um, it's going to be out there. And what's really cool about this hydrogen peroxide, not only is it made by the best medicine maker in the world, Ed Group is the best medicine maker in the world, right? There might be somebody doing it close to as good as him. There's nobody doing medicine making better than, than Dr. Group in the world, period. And that is a period. Um, when, when you get to the hydrogen peroxide, and we're, we've gone down to the 6%, let me give you an idea. If you had like four to six ounces of water, you know, and you're using 6% um, uh, diluted food grade hydrogen peroxide, you're talking about really about seven drops, not dropper fulls, seven drops. That's how potent it still is at 6%. All right. So we'll, we'll do a whole show on it. And we'll share kind of what we're doing with folks out there so that you can talk with your medical team about it. Just keep in mind, it's always educational purposes, right? We're not telling you to do something. But in my experience, the most effective at, de- at breaking down spike glycoprotein, like we've seen symptoms change within 48 hours, 24 hours and stuff like that is diluted food grade hydrogen peroxide. So we'll do a whole show on it. Maybe I'll even do it next week. I don't know. I want to do plasmid curing compounds. So it'll be at some point this month, we'll, we'll share it. Um, but it's, it's fantastic. And we're just really, really excited about this and getting this out now that we've gotten comfortable with how, where it fits into a larger um, plan of healing for folks and, and how effective it is at degrading the spike glycoprotein. Um, we also, if you are using it, you have to know how to neutralize it. And we do teach everyone how to neutralize it. Um, if a reaction goes too long, or if you just, as for safety's sake, you know, we teach folks to neutralize it every day after it's had an activity window. And that's simple. It's glutathione neutralizes it and an enzyme called catalase neutralizes it. So and we use both as neutralizing every time with it. So there's a lot of safety and precautions. We'll go through it in the, in the show when we do it, but I want to get it out to you. It's something we teach in the Art of Cellular Healing at the Energetic Health Institute. And um, I'll make a couple announcements at the end. Um, but then the last thing you do is you bind it. Now you've degraded these products and you have the appreciation that they're still toxic to the system. Now you bind it. And when you bind it, you want to make sure it's getting cleared through the bile ducts and the liver and the sweat and whenever that's possible and through the urine. So this is where um, we prefer right now we're using hydrated bentonite clay. Um, this is something we teach all of our students to do. We uh, put hydrated bentonite clay and psyllium husk powder together. When we get deeper into this and we get into the fifth stage of our healing process, which is really focusing intently on the neurology, we're probably going to be moving into a a product called C60 um, just for uh, exploration and seeing if that's going to help really grab some of the nano components and break down, but we'll see about that. But that's um, uh, something we're looking at right now. And my understanding, which is limited, is that it's it's a, a better form of a pure form of a a more concentrated form of a bentonite clay. So the idea is really simple, folks, that you dislodge, that you neutralize, that you degrade, and that you bind the spike glycoprotein and that you select something from each of these categories and that you sequence them in your day 
And that's how you're most effective. If you just were to do tobacco, you're going to dislodge and you're going to have more problems. If you just neutralize, you're going to, you're going to reduce some of the symptoms, but you're not addressing you know, the breakdown and the, the elimination of the spike glycoprotein. So ultimately you're going to start accumulating that, the, these antibodies, like if it's IVIG, you're going to start accumulating them in the joint spaces. And that can be created a whole nother series of, of aches and pains in the body. If all you're doing is degrading, okay, things, okay, that's great. But a lot of folks who do that have a tendency to overdose the proteolytic enzymes and things like that, which can create other problems. Um, and then if you're not binding this stuff, when you're breaking it down, it's like, well, you just now have, you're just putting an incredible extra burden on your liver and your kidneys and your organs of filtration. So, um, so that's where that's at. Now, a couple announcements here, I, I guess, at the tail end uh, of, of today's uh, episode. Number one is we do have at the Energetic Health Institute, we do have a artisegular healing certification starting on August 1st, you can go to energetichealthinstitute.org, look for the Art of Cellular Healing Certification under Programs tab and uh, enroll in that. I know we only have a couple of spaces left, but um, you know, check it out if you're, especially if you're recovering or you want to work with people who are recovering from these damn shots. All right. It's a great thing. It's a way to work with me directly. And I think that's the thing we haven't been advertising. We probably should is that when you come into a certification program, whether it's our detoxification, whether it's our holistic nutrition at the Energetic Health Institute, or whether it's um, the Art of Cellular Healing, you come into a certification, you're working with me directly and people that I've trained. So um, you, you get a really hands-on, you actually get my direct cell phone number so that we can uh, make sure we're, we're staying in great communication and, and, and the, the support is unparalleled. You just will not find better support um, and people who care and and really love you um, than the folks teaching at the school and the certification programs. Now, if that's not possible for you for either financial reasons or just not your cup of tea, that's okay. We've actually created a art of cellular healing version um, uh, in our do-it-yourself um, uh, learning management system, and that's going to be found at my.energetichealthinstitute.org. I'll put all this in the show notes for you, and that's where you can. You pay one time for it. You have access as we update, as we learn new stuff, like I'm about to release a whole slew of videos and, and kind of reorganize both, um, both artist cellular healings. But if you're in that one, when we update, you get the updates, right? Which is really cool. And, um, you know, is, is very important, you know, that, you know, Hey, we're, we're learning, we're, figuring this out on the fly as well. And we, we don't want you to have to pay and pay and pay again. Every time we learn something new, that's ridiculous. It's like, here, we've just learned some new stuff. We'll put out some new videos. You've already paid for it once you got it. It's no problem. Um, so uh, there's two ways to get this information we talked about today and a lot more. And I mean, a whole lot more. We're talking like 40, 50 videos already. By the time we're done here, it's probably going to be like well over a hundred videos. Um, that we have explaining all these processes. And the cool part is it's not just applicable to the spike glycoprotein, to the long haul syndrome, to people who are recovering from these damn shots. It's also applicable to other serious disease processes because these things, what we're getting to is really the, the theory of everything. Why, what's going on at the cellular level and what we can do to help assist the healing process, right? We want to help restore homeostatic balance. We want to help the body restoring its homeostatic balance at the cellular level. 
Um, well, coming up in uh, September 8th and 9th in Dallas, Texas, Dr. Brian Artis, Dr. Ed Group, myself, and Dr. Janice Schmidt uh, are putting on a conference, a healing, uh, natural health and healing conference, right? The first one, and we're going to be doing this all every year, but we're putting on the first one. It's called Healing for the Ages. And what this is all about is bringing people together. We're going to be live. We're going to have virtual as well. Um, uh, so you can be students. We want students coming in. This isn't uh, going to be a conference where we're talking about COVID a lot. This isn't going to be a conference where we're talking about the problems. Oh my God, here's another thing for you to be outraged about. This is all 100% solutions, two days of teaching. Um, all of us have two teaching slots. Um, I'm teaching two uh, uh, twice, what we're going to do on Friday is really lay down the foundation of how your body is des divinely designed, how everything works so that you start learning not only where your liver is, but what it does. You will start learning how, when you eat something, what is it, what's going on through the digestive process, all the way to the cellular level to where the cell then will detox and then push that back out and go back to the liver, go back to the kidneys and eliminate. We want you to be able to understand the beauty that you really are, that your physical body really, really is. On Saturday, we'll be getting into special topics. Um, and so those haven't been decided, but I'm sure there's going to be a slant towards dealing with these um, micro, these weapon, these weapons, these bioweapons, right? Um, because that's the topic of our time right now. Uh, there's going to be great if you're attending live, there's going to be VIP plus experiences where you can work with, uh, you can come to dinner with uh, some special guests. We have a huge list of special guests coming. Um, and then of course, we are going to have ourselves a little party on Saturday night too, after we do the work, right? Um, so it's it's a definitely going to be uh, an important event for all of you, especially those of you who are like, I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do. Come to here. This is where you start. Okay. And it's going to, then we'll have great opportunities for you to continue your education afterwards, but we want students. We want people who want to learn how to do this right and learn how amazing their body is and how to really care for it. If that's where you're at, you're going to have a great time in person and, and, and online as well. So go to healingfortheages.com, sign up for priority registration. Registration is going to open up on the 17th, first come, first serve. And then um, by the 24th, we'll open it up to everybody. But if you sign up for priority registration, you'll get first dibs. So go to healingfortheages.com on that. All right, folks. Well, that's our show for today. Um, I hope you had a really, really great show. I hope you enjoyed and learned a lot today. And um, we're just excited to keep sharing this information with you, the medicine that God intended. So I say to you all, before I get on out of here today, um, remember that the only medicine is natural medicine because natural medicine first does no harm. So we're going to unlearn what we've been indoctrinated with together, and we're going to learn something much better together as well, something filled with love, with logic, and with light. As we are healers, we are beings of light. So remember to always look within first when you're looking for healing, and may God shine his divine light down upon us all, everyone we love, and surround us in the protection of his warm and healing embrace. On behalf of all of my healing homies, I'm Dr. Henry Ely, founder of the Energetic Health Institute. Make sure to tune in to Looking for Healing Radio every Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. And until we meet again, I say to you, aloha and adios. Adios.